I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. And I'm Bob. And this is... Movies Against Time. Please! For talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's List! All Jackie Chan's movies! Boogie Nights! Take Mama's house! This is Movies Against Time, and this week was Sylvia's pick. Uh, Sylvia, what movie did you pick? Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. 2010. <laughs> Wait, what? No. You... It's the best year ever created, 1984. Uh... Everything in 1984 is awesome. You That's wanted to do birthday. the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Bob, can I borrow your notes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other we, one we doesn't exist. We weren't doing the Dream Warriors one? I thought we were doing the uh, Jack Haley. Who, I don't know. What's that guy's name? The, the remake of the original? Yeah. Damn it. Dude who played... Uh, so all three of us watch different movies? Rorschach? I watched the Rorschach <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, yeah? You're trapped in here with me. Listen, I came prepared. I watched like all of them this week. See, that doesn't help, though, because then you're going to get mixed up. You're going to talk about <laughs> things that didn't happen in this movie. It doesn't matter. Anybody that loves Nightmare on Elm Street can just follow along. They'll understand. Everyone should know this movie. When was the first time you've seen this one? Because if you were born in 84, you didn't watch five. Wow. I watched it with my brother. I watched it when he was had his friends over and I was not supposed to be there. I was under the bed with a blanket trying to get them so they didn't realize I was there. <laughs> this has got to be like one of the first horror movies you ever saw then. Yeah, I love Four or five, that. I mean. Yeah, but my mom didn't really care. Really? Wow. There were so many things I shouldn't have been watching. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't something I would set out to watch. I didn't like scary yeah. stuff. I would wait until the theme was over for Tales from the Crypt before I'd start watching the episode. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that was the part I hid behind the couch for. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I definitely was terrified of this. I had nightmares hearing about this movie. <laughs> like, you just get told about it, and that gives you nightmares. And I would catch clips, like, I don't know, it must have been like VHS tapes that were recorded over or something. So I'd get little scenes of it and hate it. I'm like, oh, that's not something I'd check out. I think, I think the main hook with the, with the title of the movie is, is what they were saying about Elm Street. Every town has an Elm Street. Yeah. So you hear the title of the movie, it's like, well, that's right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that ge- geographically. I just was yeah. like, well, he's in your dreams. And he can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only one that set me back where I was like petrified had it been in four with the pizza. I was not okay with meatball heads when I was little. That was not okay to <laughs> me. People screaming at you with little meatball heads. No, and I'm eating completely it. lost. I don't think I've seen four. It has a pizza. There was meatball heads? They had a pizza. And the teenagers' heads were on the meatballs, and he's just taking his knife oh, I do and putting them that. down his throat. And, wow. he, and that's yeah. the one thing that I always remembered out of all the Freddy Krueger movies that still to this <laughs> day I don't like. I never seen that. Also, I realized watching this this time, I never seen this movie. What? Never no? all the way through. No, absolutely <gasps> not. I've seen scenes, terrible scenes, but I've never really? watched this movie all the way through until this many years. You do oh, a, thank you do God I made podcast. him do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like scary movies. They're scary. 
I think I he was telling me the first night he wasn't going to watch it. It was too dark. When this movie came out, I was probably <laughs> 11 or 12, something like that. It scared the crap out of me back then. And I'm watch- looking back on it now, and I can't figure out why it scared me. Because now it's just, oh, I'm looking really? at it, and I'm like, I don't see what's so scary I about pro- this anymore. I do. <laughs> I probably yeah. shouldn't admit this, but my daughter, she's like three years old. Oh, she no. was transfixed. She really? wasn't scared at no. all. Really? She was just looking, paying attention, and when we tried to take her away, she would get mad and go back up to the TV you and keep watching. keep an eye on that kid. She's yeah. going to be down in the basement hammering some claws together. <laughs> Raising us a dark Debbie. <laughs> I guess I always thought I'd seen it. It's yeah. not like I, like as an adult, I, I always would have assumed, yeah, I've seen that. I didn't. I, <laughs> I seen Dream Warriors. And there's really? clips from the original in and Dream that's, Warriors. That's the third one. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen... The original. Wow. Watching Dream Warriors, I thought I did. Well, I love Dream Warriors. Yeah, that one's awesome. I kind of, I, I mean, I liked it and I didn't. I, I had mixed opinions on that one. It's the best one. I, it was, it was cool that they all had like their own powers in the dream, but at the same time, I kind of felt it was a little corny too. <laughs> I feel like I can say for, for a horror movie, it was a little corny at certain points. <laughs> yeah, I can say it's the best Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, I watched them all. I've watched yeah. three of nine. <laughs> is there nine or ten? Oh, is there ten. ten now? I think it's ten. I think it's ten, yeah. yeah. We only have the box set of eight. Uh, we're missing some. We, I don't <laughs> think we have Freddy and Jason. Maybe that's the one they're counting as ten, is the Freddy versus oh, Jason. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I've, I've seen that one. I've seen uh, <laughs> Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I've watched that yeah. one all the way through. That one was scary. Dream Warriors. And I've seen the second one, but... I don't know. It, it didn't. It, it didn't wasn't super follow. scary to me. It didn't yeah. follow the way Freddy's supposed to be. It just wasn't scary to me. Like I, I looked at that like a comedy parody of it. <laughs> I don't know. It was something, but it definitely did not feel like the first and the third one. I think the main reason this one scared me when I was a kid was because I had that same kind of arched ceiling over my bed that she had when when he was kind of trying to come through the wall. Oh mm. goodness. I did have that same arch ceiling when I saw this did movie. Did you put the crucifix up, too? No, no. You should have. No. Yeah, I should have. So when he comes through, he'd something could, he could knock something off the wall and wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the crucifix just bonks Tina on the head. It's like the worst. <laughs> it's like you should go to bed with a thing of holy water and a spray bottle. Something happens. <laughs> yeah. So this was New Line Cinema's Saving Grace. Yeah, yeah at, one, at one point they called New Line Cinema the house that Freddie built. Yeah, and it is, <laughs> arguably. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had, almost went bankrupt, didn't they, trying to finish this movie? Yeah. yeah. They went way over budget for sure. Before well, they, not way over, but a few hundred thousand over. Before they even started filming, the employees of New Line Cinema were having issues cashing their checks every week. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They had they'd started with Bob Shea, is the, is the, the founder and CEO of New Line at this time, and he... He acquired the rights to Reefer Madness and distributed that because the patent had run out. Oh, yeah. And that's how he made the money to start making a couple, you know, smaller films. They had had two semi-successful pictures before this. Mm -hmm. They were were going way under and was was able to get this story from Craven cheap because nobody else wanted it. Like the original budget for this movie was like 700,000. Right. And it ended up costing them $1.1 million. 1. 1.8, I think, altogether. Was it that high? Yeah. And it was over a million. Yeah. So it almost doubled that. I dug the logo. I, I think of the New Line yeah. Cinema's logo, and I think of like the film, the little block film cut. 
right with new line next to it and you don't think of that red seizure inducing <laughs> demon new line cinema logo yeah. they need to bring that back <laughs> that was awesome yeah, but the budget was 1.8, and this one grossed $25.5 million yeah. on its first run. Altogether, since the, since the beginning, it's, it's $630 million. Yeah. What the it's hell? Pretty, pretty serious. Made some made them some bucks, for sure. So, yeah, lucky swing. <laughs> yeah. If, it, if this movie failed, there wouldn't be a new line cinema. If this movie failed, I don't think horror would have gone as far as it has. Yeah, back then in the early 80s was like prime time for the horror movies. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to make that next yeah. Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Halloween or, or Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th. It started with Michael Myers, and then they yep. made Jason Voorhees, which was obviously a, about <laughs> getting that Michael Myers money. Right. And New Line wanted their version of that, but they, they're the first ones that were like, well, let's, give my, let's put an actor in the suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him out of all of them. I love that he's comical and he has dirty humor and he's he's just he's like the kid next door that you never want to meet. That yeah. dirty prankster that you're that creeped wants to out about. You. Well, that's, that's what Craven was inspired by. It was a bully from school named Fred. Yeah. Makes sense. That's what he feels like. He feels like a big bully. Yeah, that's what makes him sca- I mean Originally, they thought he was going to be the silent. They they planned on him being silent, just like right. They were going to put a stunt man in the costume, and yeah. Just have that guy do it. Yeah. But something about the fact that he's not only is he evil, but he's mean too. Yeah, kind of adds to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one, he's not super funny. He's not like the pun master in this one. Right, he's yeah. still just no. evil and mean. Yeah. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> he's not like that yet. Yeah. Yeah, he's always with the one-liners after the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robert England said when they called him in to read for the role, he said he was on his way to the theater, and he, he decided to do an old movie trick, dipped his fingers in the ashtray in his car, and rubbed them all under and around his eyes to give himself a darker, more menacing look. Oh, that's cool. And then he, like, greased his hair back and went in, went in like that. <laughs> he doesn't even need a menacing look. He just shoots out menace when i see him in every <laughs> he, movie he didn't people say he's like real personable he's like i'm sure he is like a pleasure to be around right that the actor himself yeah i <laughs> saw interviews with him like for this movie coming out yeah. at the time he had, the only thing he had fame for was the show v oh yeah yeah and he don't look menacing he looks like like a kid that would be into edm <laughs> he doesn't yeah. look like the robert england we know and love now yeah he looks so young. Like, he was so young in that one. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I felt about uh, when I went back and watched The Raven, I saw... Jack Nicholson. Yes, Jack Nicholson yeah. on him. And he looks nothing like he does <laughs> with The Shining. Right. Like, he looks like the nice kid next door. Yeah, that's what, it, it was weird. <laughs> like, he looked like a dweeb. <laughs> I don't like to look, think of Robert England like that, but he yeah. did. Yeah, if you see him outside of the makeup, and, and if you were in your mind to put him in a movie role, he'd be like a scientist or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, but, that's where I would put him. <laughs> did you guys see him, like, at the age when they were filming that? No. He looks like he belongs in, like, a 90s <laughs> rock band. Right, really? Like, <laughs> What's my name again? My name again. I'm going to have to go guys. look him up. He's got spiky blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> no facial hair whatsoever. Baby face. <laughs> yep. I always thought it was kind of neat that he'd never let his kids see him 
in those movies because he didn't want them to be scared of him. I don't yeah. blame him. Is this coming from somebody who saw it when they were four? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I can appreciate good parenting. I just didn't have a good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also made her daughter watch it at three. I, I didn't make her. She wouldn't go away. <laughs> I used to have some serious nightmares about this dude and never watched this movie. <laughs> really? Wow. Just shows that you're more afraid of what you don't <laughs> you yeah. imagine. I like the little touch with the start, the uh, the title credits, Freddie making the glove, like fabricating oh, the yeah. glove. I thought I'd messed up the settings because I got an older TV in here and I, I picked widescreen and then it starts playing. I'm like, what is this? It's like a picture in picture size, tiny screen <laughs> during the title credits. Yeah, they keep yeah. them in a little box. It freaked me out. I thought my TV was effed up. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I did something wrong. <laughs> this is the first movie Johnny Depp was ever in. Yeah. First anything he was in. Yeah, first appearance on any type of film, TV, anything. <laughs> I was listening to the commentary, and, and Craven said that he, he before this he was just a ki- he was just a kid that was in a rock band that he got yeah. to play this. They said he was in a rockabilly band. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? I'm, I, I'm still not even sure what that means. <laughs> isn't that like it's like hillbilly rock? Is that what it is? Isn't that what Skinner? Does? I don't know. That's how Skinner do. Is it? I think so. Isn't that what you I don't know. I've heard that term a few times, and I've never really gotten a lot of details on what it's supposed to really mean. <laughs> Rockabilly. I don't know. I'll have to look that Have up. you guys heard any of his band now? Hollywood Vampires? No. I always heard that he's in one, but I've never taken the yeah. time to look I've heard look about it. I don't, I'm not sure that I've ever heard any of the music they did. I don't think anything's like a banger. Yeah. Well, he's always he's always been involved in bands, one way or another. I just don't think of them that way, I guess. I guess that all the songs I've heard them sing, they just sound like like the soundtrack to Road Rash. Remember <laughs> yeah. that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When <laughs> the motorcycles and you could swing the bats and stuff? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember the, that game well enough to remember the music from it. I had it on 3DO. Bob bought it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that title sequence, they actually filmed that like at the end of shooting. It was just an afterthought. I heard that. Really? I didn't think... Yeah. That was the props guy that was in that. Yeah. Making everything. He was pretending to be Freddy. Yeah. England wasn't even there. <laughs> they used him because he was the only one that really honestly knew how to make the glove because he made yeah. the glove. <laughs> I thought that was an awesome thing to do. Well, they say there was three different gloves. Yeah. One was uh, one was rubber. Another one was like cardboard or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one that was actually real knives that used fish fillet knives for the blades is that the one that went missing for a little while yeah but they know where it went i said i I don't know how accurate it is but what i read was that every every single person that wore that glove cut themselves at least once (laughs) i did read that that the the first time england puts it on he cuts himself yeah (laughs) yeah supposedly that glove went to robert england's agent oh yeah it disappeared off set and went to the agent Mm. Go to the agent, or the agent just steal it from the set. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> Wes Craven stole half the fucking set. Really? He's got. Listen to the commentary. Like every scene, he's like, "I have that phone. I have that coat. I have that chair. I still have that. I have that hammer hanging in my office." Like, Dang, dude, you took the whole Damn. thing. It works. If something goes bad, he has something to sell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's this doing might have been. Well, their, this could have been their last attempt at a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't expect this to be a, have a sequel. Right. He actually got mad about that sequel bait scene at the end, which, of course, we'll get. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I heard about that. 
it goes from the title credits to Tina's first nightmare, I think. Right. I think it just opens up right in her dream. Yeah. She's like in that white space. Right. Like where all the guns come from in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. If she just stayed in there and called the guns. Right. She doesn't. She probably didn't see the Matrix. The thing that always kills me about these nightmare movies is whenever they're in the, one of the dreams, they always go toward the scary thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had made a note about that in the school. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when that body bag gets, starts getting dragged. Oh, yeah. And she's and, and she's just calling the girl that's in the bag. Yeah. The moment that bag started getting dragged, I'd be like, oh, you know what? You're busy. Yeah. <laughs> I will catch back with you later. I forgot. I got somewhere to be yeah. right now. Actually, fuck this. <laughs> when Tina's running all around, did you guys think it was a prison? Because I didn't. Because it was Lincoln Heights Jail. No, I I just bought that it was the boiler room. Yeah, that's kind of... Well, they went down to the boiler room, but I never would have thought that was an actual working jail at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. That was weird. What was weird was the sheep. <laughs> yes. What's with the sheep? It oh, made no. me feel like I was back in the Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the only time we're going to see a sheep, and it's the only sheep, and we just see him run across the hallway. Yeah. It was kind of weird. What sucks is I'm listening to the commentary, and they're joking about it, right? Yeah. And Craven's like, we couldn't get that thing to move. It would not move on cue. We ended up having to kick it. <laughs> and that's what they did. They what? kicked it across the friggin' hallway. Wow. I'm like, you didn't even need the damn thing. And then yeah, what did, hey, have to, what did it have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm sure it's some kind of biblical lambs to the slaughter thing, but Maybe, it's whatever. Know. It's nothing. That's a reach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I said Silence of the Lambs, because it made me think just mm-hmm, about yeah. how they had that whole parody on. But I think they had to have somebody voice the lamb screaming, too. But which we all know probably wasn't accurate because, as we all know, a lamb screen is horrifying. <laughs> oh my god! I never want to hear that sound again. That is the worst thing we ever looked up. I love talking about this nightmare. It reminded me, but I love the music, the score of when you know Freddy's theme. <clears throat> I love yeah. Freddy's theme. Yeah. When Freddy's chasing someone, that is Super Nintendo boss fight music. <laughs> that music sucks. I didn't mind it too much. I don't know. Right there, I'm going to probably drop in that ridiculous synth <laughs> friggin' boss fight music. I feel like the other ones did better than the first one did for their music score. The nursery rhyme, supposedly. I don't know if you guys looked into that at all, but... Heather Le- Langenkamp. Langenkamp? Lang- Langenkamp. Langenkamp. Her boyfriend supposedly wrote that at the time. Really? Yeah. That's cool. It's credited to her. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard. Boyfriend. I don't, never heard where that came from. Yeah. I was kind of surprised she wasn't in the sequel. She was in the third one, but. Yeah. I mean, she's technically, she's the only one to escape from Freddy. You'd think he'd be coming back after her immediately. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's another reason why I thought I saw the first one is because she's in the third one. Yeah. <laughs> and in the third one, they do touch back on. I mean, the dad's there, right? Yeah, it's flashbacks, and it's a couple, yeah. it's a couple of the same actors. Yeah, I love the dad, yeah. John Saxon. I was he was very he was great. When they killed him off. I mean, the fact that he's a cop and his daughter kept saying he's here, he's here, and she's like, "Just go to bed, honey." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I don't know. I liked him. He was, he was brushing it off a little too easily because we we meet the mom and the dad at the same time, pretty much. Yeah, but he comes in. He's doing his work with the you know deputies on the way into the jail mm-hmm. and then he walks in there and he starts talking to the daughter and she's like donald or something marge and i'm like this guy's great and i i recognized him because he was in enter the dragon mm-hmm. and it was roper but 
Then the mom starts talking, and I made a note. It's, mom is not as good an actor as dad. <laughs> she is not there with it. Yeah, truthfully, I think the dad was the best actor in the whole movie. He's fantastic. Maybe, maybe and, apart from Robert Englund, which he right. didn't have a whole lot of acting yeah. other than trying to scare you. Bob Shea was saying it in the Never Sleep Again documentary. He was able to get guys like Saxon that were probably experienced and great actors, but... Yeah. Not working so much anymore, so it'd be cheaper to get them. Right, yeah. That was cool. That's how they ended up with Johnny Depp. They were going to go to Char- Charlie Sheen originally. Mm-hmm. But he, he wanted it, He too. wanted 3000 a week or something like that, and yeah. it was way out of their budget. They couldn't afford him. But you know how he got picked, right? I'm was, sure everybody knows uh, that. The, co- the guy that was playing the corner was friends with him. Was You're it? talking about Depp, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the guy that plays the corner was friends with Johnny Depp, and he said he told... He told him, he said, I have a friend looking, looking to break into the movies. He brought him in for a read, and Craven said he he was he looked sickly. His fingers were all stained from smoking filterless cigarettes, and, <laughs> and his hair was all greasy. And he's like, immediately, he was in his mind, he was already turning him down. Like, I'm, I don't know if I'm at this guy. Yeah. And it was his, his daughter and her friend he showed some, some headshots to. And they immediately, both of them immediately pointed at Johnny Depp and was like, oh, he's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? He's all thin and pale. He's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think is funny because Depp had this thing after 21 Jump Street where he he felt like he was, he had to get out of this pretty boy yeah. teen idol image. Which, by the way, you were so eager to get away from that. They're the ones that gave you your career. Yeah, yeah. Two 13-year-old girls <laughs> are the reason you got to be in that first movie. Yep. I think that's funny. The other one that was considered for it was Ralph Macchio. Ugh, enough. <laughs> yeah. You got a karate kick, Freddy. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> she was watching one of the sequels that I'm not going to watch. Yeah. The damn karate kid. The fourth one. Fighting the invisible Freddy. Is that nonsense? What? It's after Dream Warriors. Where... Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Kid's like, I'm a Taekwondo master. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think they just ran out of money because, like, the, his death is he fights an invisible person that beats him up. <laughs> I think they're yeah. having problems with that movie all the way through. They didn't have a director. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching this and I'm like, wow, a lot of this came from It. Stephen oh, yeah. King's It. And then I realized, or I looked it up, Stephen King's It comes out a year later. Yeah. Really? The book. <laughs> yeah. So oh, well. maybe a lot of It came from Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he feeds on children's fear. The way to beat him is to not be afraid of him. Come on, Steven. (laughs) That's okay. I think they took some scenes from Shining, too, and the bed explodes with the blood. Oh, yeah. The blood is definitely inspired by The Shining, which is cool as hell. (laughs) I liked learning about him and Sam Raimi's little back and forth. Oh, yeah. Craven and Sam Raimi. Heather Langenkamp, Mm -hmm. when she was in bed trying to stay awake watching TV, you know what she was watching? Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, Evil Dead and Nightmare. And then I see he did that because evil the original Evil Dead had a poster of The Hills Have Eyes in the basement. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so then in Evil Dead 2, Raimi puts a poster of Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? That's cool. In the, yeah, in the, in the shed or something. Nice. I like it. And they just kind of go back and forth with that. Like I think there's a <laughs> Freddy movie with the Necronomicon in it. Yeah. <laughs> Did they ever do like a collaboration where they work together? There's comic book stuff, 
Like there's a comic book series where Jason, <laughs> I think it's Jason, Freddy, and Ash all kind of fight. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I saw something about that once. Yeah. What he might have drawn some inspiration from could have been a Twilight Zone episode, which I was thinking about watching this. Yeah. The one, the guy's like freaking out. He can't go to sleep because there's a woman in his dreams that wants to kill him. And she <laughs> has like cat eyes. Sure. It's black and white. It's from 1959. I'm sure yeah. if I played it. You guys would both remember it. It's. I mean, everybody's seen every Twilight Zone. Yeah, episode. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the same kind of idea. He ends up falling asleep and she gives him the heart attack. He was afraid he was going to have. Wouldn't he yeah. say the idea came from, what was it, the immigrants? Yeah. There were certain, what was it, was... it um, Cambodian immigrants? Yeah, refugees that came, came from. To, there was like 15 of them. Mm-hmm. They all came to the U.S. and they all died in their sleep from nightmares. Yeah, and they would say, <laughs> like, the last one that died would say stuff like, I can't fall asleep, that's how they get me, or that's how I'll die. Yeah. And they found a coffee pot in his room and like yeah, stuff the first, like that. The first one was a kid, like like a young teenager, who didn't sleep for days and the parents were freaking out. Mm-hmm. And finally went to sleep and they got they kind of relaxed and calmed down. Like, oh, thank God, he finally he's finally getting some sleep. And he died that night in yeah. his dreams from a nightmare. They were calling it Asian death syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, that's a racist disease. Yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> it's so weird it's, that something like that could happen. Yeah. How do you say it? Sons, S-U-N-D-S. Sudden, unexplained, neutral death syndrome. <laughs> that sounds to me like we don't know how they died. <laughs> and we just yeah. made a name for that. <laughs> Yeah, it was supposed to be... Spontaneous human combustion. It was supposed to be from the ages of teen to 30 years old. We're supposed to almost die from it. And it was only the males, none of the females, which was weird. To me, that's weird if it's just going to one... One gender. Gender. Yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. know. This is news articles from... I don't know. It's got me thinking the females are guilty. 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they're... (laughs) They said it was mostly with males that had heart damage yeah. in their genetics. Craven said it was three. It was three news articles that came out that the New York Times wasn't correlating them. They, they weren't putting them together, they weren't them together as yeah. a pattern, and that's what it made him think about. It. He's like, "This just sounds like a movie." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, literally, there's a scene where she's taking the coffee pot out, and you're like, "How didn't mom smell that?" Oh, the mother, That's what yeah. actually came from the article was he had a thing of coffee brewing in his room, hidden away from his parents. Like, he took it from the article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when she was in the room in the movie, she was uh, trying to get the daughter to go to sleep, and it looked like she finally started falling asleep, and she gathered up another coffee pot, yeah. a whole bunch of coffee cups. But mm-hmm. it was so funny. As soon as the door shut, she jumps out yeah. of bed. Pulls out the fresh thing of coffee. Right into the night stand, the whole percolating <laughs> whole pot of coffee. Yeah, I love it. You smell that the coffee <laughs> maker, all of it. <laughs> That's a fire hazard. Yeah, yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Well, I mean, at this point, she was practically free racing coffee. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Have you ever done that? Just got free base coffee. In- no, yes. no, not that. <laughs> but but- <laughs> The instant coffee, put the spoon in and just eat it like that. No. Me and my friends would do that when we were around 14 to like 16 just to stay up because our other friends were drinking, but we weren't going to be drinking. Yeah, imagine how to do it. (laughs) So we would do that. We'd add some sugar into it and just eat it like that. 
You guys want a beer? No, we're eating coffee. Okay, never mind. Actually, years ago, I used to suck on coffee beans. Take a couple of coffee beans, put them on my cheek, just suck on. Hmm. I mean, you're yeah. wired. <laughs> never thought you didn't have it. to pee as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you hear he got the hat? He was telling the story on the commentary, but the, the hat idea for Freddie. Where is it? It was he was like a kid in his house. Oh yeah, I did hear this. Yeah, and there's just some old bum standing outside his window. He <laughs> yeah. notices it, goes and looks, and the guy like locks eyes with him. Yep, staring and, at him through the window. Yeah, like bug eye looks at him, like trying to scare him. Yeah, he he had that hat. I believe it. There's he went running out of his room, screaming to go wake up his brother. Yeah. <laughs> He said just the idea that someone with that much delight out of scaring the kid. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's what it, that's Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got him. In this movie, he's Freddy's supposed to be like a child murderer, but I guess their original idea was he was a child molester. Which I thought that's what the deal was. I thought that was understood. <laughs> I, I Thinking back on it, I mean, I thought that's what this, what Freddy's backstory was. Yeah, me too. And then in the but remake, a, they do go back to that. Yeah, yeah the 2010 one. Yeah. But apparently, at the time when the movie's about to be released, there was there was some real life, child yeah, molesting things going on, and the they didn't want to. Mick Martin School in in uh, California yeah. had a big scandal. They really didn't want to feed yeah. off of that, or, or right? They be, didn't want to sensationalize. Of, yeah, that could have gone really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works out just as well being a child killer. I mean, <laughs> anything, anything. I just thought it was way, implied. People get angry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, when they child, when they, they went back to the original idea in 2010, they they got accused of making it, or what was it? Uh, what's the word they used? Hang on, pugmatism. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that was that it. <laughs> Basically, it boils down to like they were trying too hard to make it more scary. Oh no, they don't need to try. I mean, that's what's great about this is that the weird shit he can do makes him scary. Yeah, yeah. The long arms, as stupid as that looks, it did. <laughs> Is creepy. That's a fear. I mean, I, I I would be terrified of those arms coming out of a closet at that age. <laughs> I, that, mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can see that being scary. But it's the idea that you, I could just reach you. The way they executed it in the movie wasn't very scary. Oh, you don't like when he turns into an inflatable balloon for a car sales when he, lot? When he turned into Stretch Armstrong there. Yeah. And, Wackly, flaily arm, inflatable like, yeah. Fred man. It, it really did look fake. Yeah. <laughs> when he went with the arms, and then after that run that he was doing, I love that yeah. run. Oh, I love yeah. it. With it Tina, was it with Tina he was going after at that yeah. point? Yeah. Even uh, Saxon was doing the commentary. He said, I, I was a big believer that this would not fly. The, the long arm thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no one's going to buy it. But he sat in the first watch through and people ate it up. They really? Yeah. Full. It looks like something <laughs> from Puppet Master. Yeah. yeah. It really does. Yes. Pinhead. Pinhead's arms. It was fishing poles they had sticking out of the uh, two warehouses on each side. Guys holding fishing poles, just kind of pulling the arms as he went, trying to keep up with them. Yeah, the way the arms were moving was just a little too awkward. It yeah. I did not mind it because your dreams are, never make sense. <laughs> of course, this is back when you were supposed to watch the movie once in the theater and not see it on a flat screen and widescreen. <laughs> yeah. HD. Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It still is awesome. And I love that scene above Tina's bed when Nancy's laying down and his body comes through. And mm-hmm. that was the <laughs> spandex, right? Yep. They use the spandex on the wall. And that looks awesome. Right. That looks better than the remake with them doing it. Oh, yeah. Coming, that's coming that's the, the bullshit. They did it yep. all CGI in the remake like the Frighteners did. Yeah. 
And you didn't have to. You could use spandex. They yeah. did it back in 84. It looked great. Yep. That was Jim Doyle's idea. Well, he's awesome. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, he was the like prop master, I guess. I probably got that wrong. <laughs> Don't at me. So Tina wakes up. Her mom pokes in. We see the mom and yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah. It must have been some dream. Look at your shirt. All ripped up. She's yeah. like, either cut your nails or stop dreaming like that. <laughs> okay, mom. Yeah. Great parenting there. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get these perfectly clean razor cuts in your nightgown? Yeah, it must have been your fingernails. <laughs> and the dude, you coming back to the sack or what? That guy, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His name's Paul Grenier. Craven said that was like Johnny Depp's uncle slash manager who just got really? a role. And he used <laughs> that line to get SAG. Like he was ecstatic to get that little part. Wow. He's like, yeah, I don't know if he was his stepdad or his uncle or his manager or what he was, <laughs> but he got a line in there. Wow. I was just glad I didn't have to see Tina's mom again. Is that all you need to get SAG? <laughs> you, you have, have to have, have a speaking line. a speaking line? I think one so, line? yeah. Wow. Next scene I think we get is them meeting at school. Right. Yeah. Johnny Depp driving that fucking caddy. Yeah. Did you see Johnny's car, though? That was a sharp car. Glenn. <laughs> Johnny Depp plays Glenn in this movie. Yeah. We're, we're great at movie podcasts. <laughs> it's always one or the other I don't remember. Yeah. I either don't remember the real name or I don't remember the, the, yeah. the act, uh, character's name. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, Glenn and uh, Nancy and Tina all show up. Right. They're having that conversation. I had a nightmare last no, night. No, what was the other guy's name, too, in the leather jacket? Well, he about, yeah. They're like, I had a nightmare last yeah. night. Oh, I had a nightmare, too. And then Rod shows up. Yeah. I had a boner this morning with your name <laughs> on it, Tina. It's like, oh, okay, you're yeah. going to die in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He had kind of an interesting story, too. He was homeless when he got cast for this. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And on drugs. I knew about the name <laughs> stuff. I know they, the, like the credit stuff I knew about. Yeah. He was on all kinds of drugs, including heroin. During the filming of this movie. Yeah, I <laughs> he think He looked like he was on something. Well, he was definitely high during the scene when he was doing the running part. They had to do that yeah. scene 85 times with him running <laughs> yeah. with no shoes on. Yeah, they... Craven was saying he ripped his feet <clears throat> up in that scene. Yeah. Well, he was high the as scene, a kite. The scene in the jail when, when Freddie finally got him. Mm-hmm. He, they say he was high on heroin during that whole scene. <laughs> Heather Langenkamp said when she was looking at him through the bars... He was all glassy-eyed, and, and he was kind of like, his eyes were dilated, and she says, that's that's the best acting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but it, it was just because he was high. Oh, wow. Yeah, in the commentary, she makes a comment uh, in that scene. She's yeah. like, yeah, I, I was really impressed with him, how intense he was in this scene. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear any of the high stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, it worked very good because... No one knew. Yeah, it came across well. <laughs> no one knew. It well, was I fine. Mean, every, every kid is kind of not being able to sleep. So the high look is going to be yeah. appropriate. Yeah. His name is Sue Garcia. It's spelled J-S-U. Oh, was that where the that song came from? Boy Named Sue? Yeah. <laughs> but his manager convinced him he had to pretend to be Italian. So he's credited in that movie as Nick Corey. And he goes on with that name for a while before he decides to pick, you know, use his own name. Well, but yeah, he was hiding the fact that he was Hispanic. He wanted to play Italian to get parts. He definitely looks. Yeah, Hispanic I don't know about now. hiding. I don't know necessarily about hiding his race. Maybe he just hide the Sue part. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad they said it in the commentary because I read it. I'm like, Jesse, <laughs> We also see the first jump rope girls in yeah, this part. Yeah, I love that. They, they like tend to pan past them to see the next. Mm-hmm. 
But they de- they don't look like they're from that era still. <clears throat> I don't think they they don't they never said anything really about them in this movie, right? They didn't talk about them until one of the later movies. Yeah, they don't. So. The only thing they say I is, think, "I was reminded of that old nursery rhyme," but they don't say who. Reminded I, I might them be of it. wrong, but I think the jump rope girls were Freddie's first victims. Okay, I think that I, makes I'm sense. fairly certain I remember that from one of the following movies. Doesn't Freddie's backstory get all wonky? They keep changing it. Yeah, yeah. they never stick to anything. Like, eventually, he has a daughter and a wife. Oh, really? And a mom. I remember yeah. any of that? <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Well, I mean, he's a human being, so I mean, he, right, right, of right, course, yeah. he's got a mom. He's got a mom. <laughs> I don't know about the daughter. She was and wife. the nun in the house of a hundred psychos. Was that? That was. Oh, that was something from the third movie, wasn't it? When I they were think talking so. about that. So yeah, I'm yeah. getting some That's kind of memory. That's the third of that. movie. That was when when Langenkamp's character came back. Yeah. All right. He had gotten adopted by somebody that drank and beat him and hurt him. Yeah, so he learned his stuff from that one. I remember mm-hmm. the nun thing from that movie, but I didn't remember anything about him having his own family. That came on later on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They add to it and they take yeah. away it. They keep switching. I don't think it. we need that. I Not like really. the backstory yeah. of the parents killed him. It was ve- vigilante justice. Is it right. right? Now you're paying for it. That's enough of a cool backstory. I yeah. Think. That's a pretty close to the truth. Not for Freddy, but for other towns. I mean, they did kind of give him himself a gruesome death, too, burning to death. <clears throat> yeah. So how likely do you think a whole town's going to lie and not say anything? I don't know. Like I said, our county has had one homicide. That's it. Yeah. And it's unsolved. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in like a hundred years. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's it. One. Well, I'd found one. The guy whose name was Ken Rex McLaurie. He died July 1981. He was a resident of Skidmore, Missouri. And he was known as the town bully. The things he had done was child molestation, statutory rape, animal cruelty, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And there was 30 to 46 people right out in the center of town that saw him get shot by two other people. And they have never talked or told anyone it's an unsolved crime that the whole town knows who did it, but will not tell. All right, guys, you know what? This is our 52nd episode. It feels like a special occasion. I'm going to tell you guys. Oh, yeah. I shot Rex. Yeah. You know there's no statute on murder, right? Statue limitations. Oh, I thought I get a statue if I murdered. Oh no, it doesn't work like that. I didn't do it. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't know Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That kind of goes into the same period this movie happened because this happened mm-hmm. 1981 and this movie came out 1984. So that could have been something that just like went through his mind too. Did you notice that like all the families broke up after it? Except for, I guess, Glenn's parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about anything that's like trauma, it's going to do one or two things. It's going to bring you together or it's going to make you go apart. And usually it makes you go apart. It's not too often you have a really strong couple that can stay together when deaths happen or bad things happen to their children. Damn. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Glenn's father was a bit of a... Prick, I like Glenn's father. 
<laughs> yeah. I relate with Glenn's father. Yeah. Listen, Glenn, if Glenn's oh, no. father didn't shut down the telephone on her, he might have still been alive. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker shows up an hour and five minutes into the movie and fucks the whole plot up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. He sucks. But I'm saying, like, the way he acted was exa- the phone call at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I need to talk to Glenn. Uh, Glenn's sleeping right now. He'll talk to you in the morning. Click. It's done. Why are we talking to this kid? Yeah. I mean, I get that. <laughs> That's a little bit of how I would be. I, I even wrote down. I was like, Glenn's dad is the most realistic asshole. <laughs> like, that is exactly how yeah. you handle that at 11 something at night. Yeah, kind of. I don't, I don't know. The fact that three people have already died and she's saying it's important. Gruesome bloody murders. I would have let her talk to him. It's not like she can get out of her house. They see the bars locked. She's not going anywhere. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in Glenn's dad's position. Because I feel like if I was in this movie, that would be my part. (laughs) Yeah. It's just how I am. You wouldn't have been the cop guy? No. I'd have been the one staring up at her window like, something's fucking wrong with that kid. (laughs) And then getting the call. Something's wrong with the kid or something's wrong with the mother that did it. Hey, yo, whoa. What Mm. are you talking about? Because she's the one that put the bars up, not oh, her daughter. I don't think he's talking about the bars. No, he was literally talking about the bars at he one was. point. Really? Yeah. What about those bars? How fast did the mom put those bars <laughs> yeah, up? I know. <laughs> she had Home Depot on speed dial. It was like a, matter, guess, of, guess, huh? like a matter of hours. <laughs> I had questions about the bars. I'm like, did she install those with wood screws? Or is that carriage bolts? How do, <laughs> yeah. how do I even know those bars are in there good? Is that against a fire code? Uh, yeah. I don't think yeah. she did it. I think she was too drunk to be doing anything. I don't know if she's a bad actor or if she was just playing drunk the whole time. Once I realized all the oh, she was bottles. Definitely playing drunk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but still not in a great way. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's not a bad actor. I'm just, she, I just. Really she wasn't as good as the dad. That was my, my big. I mean, the movie obviously did well and it spawned off all kinds of sequels, but. I, I really had a problem with a lot of the acting in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the mom was my biggest. I, even I Craven says it in the commentary. Cause... Yeah, she's she's like when when she's like, oh, come with me downstairs. I want to show you something. That's weird. Yeah, and Craven's like, I think Ronnie. Her name is Ronnie Blakely. I yeah. think Ronnie's in a whole different movie. <laughs> like, she's not yeah. even in the same movie with everybody else. And that's what the director said in the commentary. Yeah. Like even he realized something's off about the way she's acting. Yeah, the way the daughter was crying. The, when she, when she was crying, I didn't believe it. Oh, yeah. uh, Nancy? Yeah, Langenkamp. Yeah. I really didn't believe it. It it looked like she was forcing it. Some of the stuff doesn't play well. (laughs) Like when when Nancy wakes up and she's mad at Glenn, it's funny. Yeah. But it's funny how bad the read is. She's like, you (laughs) bastard. You know, but she's mad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she was... It kind of makes it more endearing. Most of the things, (laughs) most of her lines were like real breathy. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Her hair was a big part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what about that hair? I, I loved it. I don't remember when she got the white streak. It that's was in, Was it the last nightmare she had? Or No. It's in the sleep study. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. When she pulls the hat out. Hey, when did she oh, get gosh, the yeah. giant cyst on the forehead? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't catch when that happened. <laughs> did I you guys even... notice that damn mound on her forehead? I didn't notice it at all until you started looking at that stupid <laughs> clip thing that kept pointing it I out. I had written it down before that. I didn't notice. Really? Because it's a bump. I'm like, oh, she must have got that, but she hadn't had a nightmare yet. Well, I mean, we hear she's had a nightmare. We didn't see yeah. a nightmare yet. And she's got this big bump. 
I mean, it may have just been a. She's a teenager. Giant pimple. She's a teenager. Yeah. So it was a giant zit, yeah. and it's in the whole movie. And when she's in the sleep study, there's pus. Oh, they actually put one of the electrodes over it. Like, oh, no. Is a big one. I didn't know what it was. I, the whole movie is bugging me until yeah, in the I commentary. Mean, there was, I mean, the movie, whole movie was done in what a month? Yeah, thirty-two days. Yeah, <laughs> but in the commentary, she's like, "By the way, if you guys are wondering, that's a cyst on my forehead." Yeah, <laughs> I had it removed. <laughs> I didn't even notice. It didn't bother me. I noticed it. It bothered me. I don't know. I think See, I, Bob, I. I think I might. I'm not allowed to get a pimple now. I think I might have noticed it, but just wrote it off as a pimple. <laughs> if I mean, you know, here's the thing though. If y'all just left it a pimple, yeah, I probably wouldn't even noticed it. But the fact that you cover it up and it's just this big bump on her forehead the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was a zit. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I didn't say, oh, that's a zit. Did she bang her head somewhere? I, I thought it was it. maybe an injury, and then in the commentary she said it was a zit, and then I started to put together that what that white stuff was before they put the electrode over it. Oh god. I'm like, that was it. <laughs> I didn't even notice that when they did the electrodes. I feel like I brought up something bad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it happens, all right? I feel Just like you're teenage bashing. I'm not bashing. I, I would have accepted as they, it. They couldn't remove it with CGI <laughs> like they can now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you got the guy who did the makeup for Thriller, if you got David Miller as your makeup artist, he can't make that zig go away. Listen, most of their clothes came from like a... A secondhand store, and they kept getting their clothes mixed up because they didn't have a huge amount of money to th- figure things out. Okay. I don't you think just they yelled will... a new fact while I was getting ready to get into my fact. <laughs> <laughs> they did talk about that though that Nancy and and Glenn's jeans kept getting mixed up. Yeah. So there's scenes where Nancy's jeans are super tight, and it's because they were supposed to be Johnny Depp's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be the opposite. Yeah. No, guys always have a smaller figure than girls. Girls always have wider hips and bigger butts, usually. Guys, I bet the guys age. have more stuff they have to fit in their jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they need the extra room. Not Rod. Because <laughs> Rod can't even fit four letters on his joint. <laughs> I don't know. The guys were super skinny in this movie yeah. compared to the girls. Except Tina. Tina's like anorexic skinny. <laughs> yeah. I did like that stupid ass line though. They have that little back and forth. Dude, your name on it. My name's four letters. I'm surprised you fit in on that joint. Up yours with a twirling lawnmower. <laughs> what? What? I like that one. Doesn't even make sense. No. How do you twirl a lawnmower? <laughs> Bob brought up. During the break, you got a new movie car on GTA. We didn't really talk about that. It's on the Instagram. Bob <laughs> yeah. put up one of the movie car videos he's been making for TikTok. Oh, yeah. But for Rocky 2. Rocky 2, yeah. yeah. With him driving the car. Rocky bought his first car, an old fireman. <laughs> I love that you got you got him like crashing into the garbage, <laughs> yeah, which is part of it. And it's exactly what he did yeah. in the movie. <laughs> it's all exactly what we did in the movie. You nailed it. That's cool. Oh, but you were saying you got one for X-Files. Yeah, yeah. Which is really just an unmarked yeah. FBI car. <laughs> but it, it reminded me, do you guys remember the X-Files episode with Freddy Krueger in it? Yes. I don't. How wild was what? that episode? It was, so, it's a weird episode. They film it like an episode of Cops. Yeah. But Mulder and Scully show up. <laughs> I As a kid. That's when, gotta be one I missed. I didn't think I missed any of them. That's yeah. Weird. As a kid, I could have, I knew I was watching Cops. 
Like, I mean, nowadays you watch it, you can tell you're watching actors. Yeah. But the way they film there it. There was a couple episodes it, they filmed like that. It looks like an episode of Cops. Like, literally, I, I, they have the logo. Yeah. And you're, you're doing the, the ride-alongs with different deputies in the city. Right, right. The writing on the bottom right. Like, it looks like a Cops episode. But mm-hmm. the, the killer is using the, the fear of the victims. So every time they try to get a description, right. it's like, it was a werewolf. And then the one dude okay. is straight up like it was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and they they look at that like the they had the guy drawing what she said it looked like and she yeah. flips over and it's a picture of Freddy Krueger <laughs> with the glove. Wow. Yeah, I must have missed that episode somehow. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't think I missed any of them. It's kind of a weird one. I would check that one out. <laughs> you don't have to watch the whole series again like Sylvia does every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I I'm bad. I have two things. I have Scooby Doo and I have the X Files, <laughs> and they're my favorite things to go to sleep with too. So he's stuck listening to it constantly. I remember being afraid of Freddy Krueger during that episode of X Files. Maybe that's why I thought I saw the original. Huh. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Glenn and Tina and uh, Nancy having that sleepover. What about Glenn's idea to trick his mom? Oh my goodness! That was great. I would have listened to the tape first. What a good touch. Uh, yeah, of course, know, know the next 15 seconds of the tape. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be just airport sounds, but also <laughs> screaming and car accidents and gunshots. <laughs> Gunfire, yeah. <laughs> but it was really a smart way of trying to trick your parents. I thought it was funny. And it's not even like a narrative device. They don't use it later. They don't touch back on it. It's yeah. just a funny thing that happens. <laughs> I like it. Seems like a lot of this movie, any any little weird thing that happens has to be connected to something else later. But that's just its own special little moment. <laughs> right, yeah. And then immediately they hear the sound outside. You know, for being the first thing he was ever in, I think Johnny Depp did great in this movie. Yeah, Craven said he he had a lot of issues. He didn't feel confident. He he was yeah. like freaking out after the scenes really? and stuff. Like he couldn't <laughs> handle. He knew, he knew he was messing up. He was so nervous. Well. But he did great. Yeah. He, he gets, like, even when they're telling, they're talking about the nightmares that they both had and they describe the guy, in, you know, right. his red and green sweater and a weird hat. And all of a sudden he looks up. Yeah. He doesn't say a word, but he tells you he also had that nightmare. Yep. <laughs> I don't mind it because teenagers are weird and gawky anyway. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like the perfect thing to start with if you have to start acting. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah goes outside to check on the noise. They, I like how they're like pushing him into the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Takes a couple steps and he hesitates. <laughs> I don't really get where the dude was hiding. Because <laughs> when you could, when you see Johnny Depp walking out, you can see like a good amount of distance past yeah. him where it's just open, open lawn. <laughs> he turns around and he's like instantly tackled by the dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch out your ugly lights, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of weird lines. Yeah. Of course, Rod tackles him. It's just funny seeing Johnny Depp get tackled by some kid. Such a. He's so much bigger than Johnny Depp. Though. Yeah. It was just such an awkward thing, Rod even being part of their group. You know, he's like so. He's so out of place compared he's to all the other nothing ones. Nothing like the other. No, ones. none of them. <laughs> yeah. At one point, he pulls a switchblade on Depp. <laughs> Do we ever see Rod's parents? We do at the funeral, right? Yeah, I think we saw them crying. Yeah, he pulls a knife on Depp, though, huh? What what, the hell? what is with that? The girl immediately just takes it right out of his hand. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super aggressive. He's like, "Is your mom home?" Of course she is, and he just knows she's not. Yeah. What was weird was like, <clears throat> "All right, we got Tina's mom's bed. 
You guys go wherever you want to go. Why not go to Tina's room? I got to fuck has, in her mom's bed. Because she has a twin. What? It's a bigger bed. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. I'm so <laughs> stupid. I'm like, there was another lady there? <laughs> I didn't see her. <laughs> Tina had a twin? <laughs> Wow. Oh, God. I don't think this is his first time of a rodeo in that bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a twin? How hot is that? <laughs> What's going on here? An orgy? Maybe a funeral. Yeah, some of the lines are really awkward. <laughs> He's pretty much like, yeah, we're going to go upstairs and have sex now. <laughs> yeah. And so Glenn goes over to Nancy and starts kissing her. And that's when she's like, not now. We're here for Tina. <laughs> Whatever. We have to listen to them bone. What do you, we don't bone. So they're there for Tina. So you're going to go help help Rod out? <laughs> in yeah. The bedroom? I mean, what? what? Yeah. Don't <laughs> kiss me. We have to go help Tina and Rod. <laughs> I don't think she was supposed to have done anything with any boys yet. Is that what they were getting at? Okay. Yeah, she's a good girl. Morality sucks. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what the third one basically said. When they found her journal. Oh, uh, okay. Such an awkward scene when they're done having sex. Yeah. Jungle man fix Jane. <laughs> no more nightmares for either one of us. And then, of course, Tina's next nightmare. Yep. Did you see what was getting thrown at the window? Teeth. It was teeth, yeah. Really? Yeah, I saw it. I didn't catch that. Well. The one that gets stuck in the window is a tooth. <laughs> Craven said it was a homage to Roman Polanski. He said what movie, but I didn't. I don't hmm. like do movie podcasts or nothing. <laughs> I'm not much for movie trivia. Getting into the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. The face in the wall. We already talked about how great that is. But mm-hmm. That looks fantastic. Right. It makes you mad. That look, thinking back at the Frighteners and then, of course, watching the remake with you the other day, it really makes you mad that the CGI looks nothing as good as the practical. Why do it? Yeah. It's just frustrating when... I really believe if you're going to do a remake that you spend time and you watch the original, you see the things that worked, you see the things that don't work, but don't make another movie that has worse things because what's the point? See, I think I think the problem is is they're getting to the point where they rely on CGI too much and the people that are able to do the practical stuff they don't want to pay for it are are getting far further and fewer between. Mm. Like there's less people that actually do the the real practical type of special effects. Yeah. I mean, there's people out there still that know how to do it. Oh, though. yeah. I feel like they just don't want to pay for it and take the time to do it. CGI is more expensive. Yeah, for sure. I'll buy a lot. <laughs> I don't know. That's what makes me mad. Yeah. That phone gag where it the tongue no comes sense. out of the bottom of the phone in the mouth? <laughs> yeah. Five dollars that, that thing cost. Really? <laughs> Craven said it cost five dollars to make that. Wow. That would have been a $40,000 CGI job. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and it would have looked on par or not as good. Tina goes outside, goes in the backyard, and y- there's a lot of transitioning from one place to a completely different place, which makes sense because that's dreams. Yeah, that's the nightmares, yeah. Yeah. And then we get to see the loudest trash can lid in the universe. <laughs> How loud was that? Is that when you had to turn your volume down? No, that happened with those screaming. Oh, okay. The very first scene where, where Tina was screaming when she woke up. Yeah. God, man, that trash can lid hits hard. <laughs> yeah, I have an is- issue watching movies on Xbox. Whether it's DVD or or streaming it online, it's 
the sounds from some of the movies are like the talking is so quiet, and then when when the action starts, mm-hmm. it's super loud. It's it's the same for mine it's, too. It's a it's a known issue with Xbox, and I don't understand why they can't fix it. <laughs> we get the claw sparks, which is a cool attaching the car battery yeah. to the to the claws. Mm-hmm. Which that's also how they did Highlander. Was it? Yeah, how the, they did the, the swords. swords. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I wasn't sure how they did that. I don't know if they had like uh, flint on the blades or what. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's the car battery trick. All right. He cuts off his own fingers. <laughs> how dark is that? Was I that- love that scene. Was he cutting off his own fingers? He's yes. like, look at this, and then like, just cuts his fingers oh, off. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking. Somehow, I thought you were talking about when he was making the gloves. Oh, he cut off the tip. The tip. <laughs> yeah, of the that on looked the like he's going to get that yeah, finger yeah, though, yeah. didn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> I had a little bit of panic when I watched that. <laughs> is this where he cuts his chest open with the maggots, or is that later? I think that's later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good nightmare. She reaches <laughs> up and goes to like rip at his face, and his whole face comes <laughs> off. She peels that his whole skull. Face off. Yep. God, kudos. I can see how this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> he, his face was a lot more like, like they covered his face with like some kind of thick liquid to make it look like oozing. Melting. Oozing, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. But it was really, I think it was really just in this movie. I think later on in the, in the following movies. He's dry. It, it, yeah, it was more yeah. of like, like a dry burned face. I think the oozing is better. Really? Yeah. I do. <laughs> that, it's like Hellraiser. <laughs> that scene where the guy has no skin. Yeah. Walking yeah. around, it reminds me of that. Like, it's good. It, it would be. Think, yeah. But I guess you're right, though. We burned so long ago, I guess there wouldn't be much. Yeah, I mean, he's not even, I don't know. He looks very bloody in this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about uh, David Miller a little bit, the, the guy did the makeup. Did <laughs> you see how he designed Freddy Krueger's face? No, what do you mean? He was talking about it. He, he was eating pizza. Really? And just started moving the pepperoni around. <laughs> And stuff, and like formed Freddy's face in the pizza. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's dark because he was looking at burn victim pictures from UCLA. And that's nice. after looking at those, he got inspired by pizza. That makes sense. Wow. He's also the one that helped uh, Robert England find the voice for Freddy. Oh, yeah. Didn't they slow his voice down a little bit? They might have. It sounds distorted a lot. Yeah, I think they slowed it down a little bit, give it a little more. Yeah. Yeah. He can get, he can hit it though. He hits it in interviews. Yeah. He hits pretty damn close. I don't think they did it in the sequels. I don't think they slowed it down in the sequels. I think he, he nailed the, like, got to the point where he nailed it perfectly in the sequels, but in, in the first movie, they slowed it down a little bit. He said they were, he was in, uh, David Miller's garage at his house. They were, he was putting on the makeup because they wanted to, Bob Shea, who's, you know, the CEO of New Line Cinemas, and Wes Craven wanted to come see the makeup. So they were doing like a test. Yeah. But he said that David Miller wasn't very good at cleanliness with his makeup stuff. So his brushes were all like clumpy and dried up, nasty. <laughs> and he kept poking at his oh, face no. and it was hurting him. And he said eventually he hadn't had his coffee yet. His voice was kind of groggy and he's just like, damn it, David. And it came out and it, like <laughs> they both stopped for a second and he, he realized I think that's the voice because he's in the makeup and he's looking in the mirror as he says damn it David and he like he hits that weird right yeah. like he found it by accident by yelling at him nice I think he found his anger for the teenagers while he was sitting getting his makeup done too yeah, yeah every time three he put it on that was a solid three to four hours yeah three to four hours and they're done mm. in like five minutes getting their makeup done yeah I bet <laughs> I don't care man Heather had it rough 12 yeah. hours in that tub? Really? Yeah. 12 Damn. hours. That's crazy. And that one had an open bottom, right? Yeah, I believe it was 
Yeah, because he had to reach up through with the claw. They do some trickery with that one. It's it's two different sets. Like when when he's reaching through, he's under her in that set on the in the bathroom. Right. And like he can't see. He's in a scuba. It's not England. It's like a stunt right, guy, yeah. but he's in scuba gear. <laughs> and so the only way they could cue him was to like bang on the tank next to so him. So that tub had to be like twice as deep at least. She's balancing on boards. In really? Her. Yeah. And then the scene when she's like going in and out of like arms failing. pulled under. They had the tub built on top of a pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, when she's dragged down, that's not even her. Right. She made a big point of that. When you see the boob and she's flailing in the water, she's like, that's not me. Really? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she was in the commentary, too. I felt bad for Tina with her poor nightgown at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Like, I mean, that's part of these horror movies, though, is yeah. the booby stuff. <laughs> I like that they switched it later on with the movies, though. It wasn't so much. Yeah. Tina's death, though. They do Tina dirty in this movie. Yeah, that's kind of rough. <laughs> that is overkill. I think yeah. she has more time on screen being dead than she does alive. Her name's yeah. said more than anything else. Yeah. But she has the hallway scene. She has the scene outside the jail window again. That scene where she was yeah. killed. They, they, you know, they. I'm sure you know they did it in a rotating set. Yeah. Yeah. They had. Oh no! Wait, I'm thinking of the other one. They Both used they used the were. same the same rotating room for for Glenn's death. Yes, the sound guy and Craven were both strapped into seats with like five point harnesses, <laughs> and they say the room went when it, when it went to turn over because of the weight of all the uh, the three hundred three hundred gallons of baked blood. Yeah, because of the weight, it caused it to like spin out of control, <laughs> and the blood was going everywhere. Yeah, it's terrifying. Craven, the sound guy, all the equipment, everything like the equipment was all burnt out from from getting covered in the blood. Yeah, they ended up in pitch black. <laughs> By the time the thing stopped spinning, they thought Craven and the sound guy were both dead. <laughs> 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 the first thing that happened was the guys that dumped the water in. Yeah, they got zapped. Really, the it, it hit the 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 wiring of the light. <laughs> and electrocuted them and then yeah it, 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 the whole thing was built with like counterbalance right. and like people holding it but once all that water was in there Craven said it was like a, a Ferris wheel from hell <laughs> <laughs> and he's strapped in so he's upside down and, and everything goes black all the wiring gets shot yeah. you can't see he said he was hun- he hung there for I think 35 <laughs> minutes God. before Ow. they got him out yeah all the blood rushing to your head. And he stuff. got the whole idea for the scene, the rotating room, from a Fred Astaire scene. Yep. Just so a dancing scene. Dancing up the walls yeah. and across the ceiling. I bet you wish you didn't. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's a great scene. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Good, I yeah. mean him getting stuck like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he had to be in it. <laughs> well, I guess out. there had to have a camera guy in there for the camera. The camera has to move with the room. Yeah, I mean, you could have bolted it down somewhere. I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, that head smack where, where <laughs> T- Tina's head smacks Rod in the head. Oh yeah, that looked violent. Yep. Craven <laughs> said this was the part of the movie where a lot of people, like first audience goers, left. Really, they couldn't sit past this part. Wow. Tina's murder. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they yeah, it to- was. It was probably the most gruesome one. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Glenn's probably had the most blood, but... But you don't see what happens to Glenn, really. Tina's... Yeah. Glenn just kind of got pulled into the bed. Mm-hmm. Tina, you saw her get sliced across her entire torso. I guess the actress, by the time they were done shooting, she was 
completely flipping out. She's no one can talk to <laughs> really? her. She's like, I'm falling. She got vertigo real bad. Yeah, from from that turning room. Yeah, and she said she said in an interview that 75 percent of the the fear that she showed in that scene was genuine. Yeah, she was <laughs> she was out of it. And then yeah. Craven tried to poke in and like this was because he's in it in the Glenn scene, but he's he's standing under it in the Tina scene. scene right so he tries to go in through the window and tell her like look i'm standing on the ground you're on the ground it's okay but he said even him being in there for a couple seconds like that really? he started getting wonky no kidding and he had to get out of it yeah nice. it was messing with his head <laughs> i love that scene yeah that's fantastic. No, it was good it worked that, well yeah that's one <laughs> of the most memorable horror scenes ever i think yes <laughs> so rod or uh glenn breaks the door open right Rod's like, I, I didn't do it. Somebody was here. Disappears. Yep. I'm like, why would you run? Well, yeah, that's why you ran. <laughs> he was already gone. He's the only one in the room. Open. Yeah. <laughs> door was locked. Yeah, Deppie even said that to him. He said, you, you, the door was locked from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line from the commercial, the trailer I was watching on the DVD that ain't even in the movie. Yeah. He's like, that girl went into a locked room with him and came out, or alive, and came out in a rubber bag. <laughs> it's not even in the movie. But this is where, they're, now they're at the police station, uh, John Saxon's walking in, and they're talking about, yeah, the dad abandoned them 10 years ago, the mom's with the boyfriend in Vegas. Yeah. So that 10 years ago, the dad abandoned them, another family that got kind of jacked up. Yeah. Right. I wonder if that was the time frame, like that's when Brady got killed 10 years ago. Right, because if she's supposed to be... Maybe that's why they ended up splitting up to begin with, who knows? 18... Right. In this movie, then 10 years before, eight years old, probably the time Freddie was. They were doing it to protect their kids. Yeah. I always wondered if any of those kids are ones that he actually went after for the ones they first to remember. Before he got killed. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I was like, I remember seeing him die, but that's three. Yeah. We get the news, Rod on the news. Rod. I got that name. I know. This is the first time we see the liquor bottle behind the mom. I, I didn't catch it. Really? Yeah. And I didn't catch it at all in this scene, but apparently it disappears in this scene. <laughs> yeah. It's behind her back when they're talking on the counter. And by the time Nancy walks out the door, it's gone. Well, she finished it and threw it out at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy, the goon she sees by the tree? Yeah, what, I don't know. It was apparently that's for the police department, like watching her. That's what she meant. Oh, was that what used was? me. They were watching to see what she did. Mm-hmm. But that's not a police department guy. That yeah, is no. a men in black guy. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Rod pulls her into the bushes. He's so aggressive even then. Yeah. She's like, so what happened? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, you don't think I did it. I, I swear to God, I'm, I'm warning you. Like, what are you going to do to that girl? Yeah, really. You're dumb, man. <laughs> That badass scene with the dad and his giant gun. <laughs> I like that she yelled at him that he was using her. Yeah, I mean that is kind of messed up. Yeah, the, the this is a, a apparently a very violent, gruesome murder, and you're <laughs> going to use your daughter as bait to catch this guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you use me. What are you doing going to school anyway? It's fucking Wednesday, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's called an education. What about he goes to jail and gets to keep his leather jacket? <laughs> yeah. They make a huge, like, they make that poor kid run barefoot on that that road, <laughs> probably hot as hell in L.A. Yeah. 80-something times, like you said. Yeah. 
Just so they can ruin the continuity later when he's being hung and has a pair of white Nikes on. <laughs> <laughs> like the jail's just giving out white Nikes. Yeah. We get the English class scene. That lady, the teacher, drove me nuts. I knew I knew her Did from something. Really? Yeah. yeah. What was it? She was in Insidious. <laughs> and so Insidious did. 3, she was like the medium. Okay. Huh. She's she's big into horror movies. She was in almost every New Line Cinema horror movie because she's really? she's Bob Shea's sister. Oh, okay. She's the founder's <laughs> sister. <laughs> wow. She's good. I mean, you can't complain. She's great in this. I love her in Insidious. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of all things to try to stay up for. They picked an awesome one, Hamlet. While you're tired. Mm. That's a wobble by in itself. And the words kind of have something to do with going to sleep, too, don't they? I think so, yeah. I didn't really follow the... The kid reading that, Daryl Hannah's brother. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Apparently. She sees the body bag in the hallway. Better go check that out. (laughs) Let's see what's going on with that. That's so dumb. She gets up, walks out of class, no one says nothing. I've had nightmares. I, I don't think ever in any nightmare I ever had, I went toward the scary thing. Nope. Other way. <laughs> Other ways where I'm going. I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> Bumps into that hall monitor who is clearly not just a hall monitor. I'm starting <laughs> to think she had something to do with Freddy Krueger. I don't know about you guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe she's the one that brought him back from the dead. Mm. <laughs> Breaks her nose. <laughs> Draw <Drool> pass. <laughs> Screw your hall pass. Goes down into the basement, which then turns into the... I love how they do that. That's <laughs> We talked about it a little bit on Die Hard, where they yeah. set up the geography of the movie. You, they're going down those stairs from the school. Like She goes down those stairs. stairs you see that sign that says, no students allowed. Mm-hmm. That's the last scene shot in that school. By the time she comes out of that doorway and you see the sign, no students allowed in the background, mm-hmm. they're now at the Lincoln Heights Jail. But just having that sign there <clears throat> linked those two sets perfectly. They just right. brought that sign to the next set. And that's ingenious. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of movies don't do that. And in a movie that uh, arguably you don't even need to, it's dream logic. Yeah. It's cool that he does that. Yeah. It really sets it up great. It's like a flawless transition from the school to the jail. It doesn't feel like we left the building. Yeah, once you came through that like uh, that white curtain area... And then turned around to go back, and it was just a wall yeah. now. <laughs> I guess the, the boiler room itself, they were doing that in. It only had two floors, but there was a couple of staircases to each one. So they yeah. did just shot her running down all the different staircases, looking like she's yeah, going right. down deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> yeah, I have actually, when I was in high school, I actually snuck down into the boiler room area of the high school. And it really does look very much like that. Yeah, I've been down <laughs> in some... Like it, I never, I never. I mean, thinking about it, you wouldn't think you'd need some like all those huge pipes and, and right. tanks and all that stuff. But it's, it's stuff that's really down there yeah. <laughs> for heating. And sometimes they have a, a pool, <clears throat> yeah, an indoor pool. They'll have a bunch of weird stuff down there. Yeah, I thought it was a bit excessive. I mean, it looked. It, you would think, looking at it, that it was like some kind of factory or something. You know, not just a boiler room. Yeah, she figures out, burns herself to wake up. That was smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. She gets cornered the same way Tina gets cornered, but she has an out. Even though they both had two ladders sitting right there. <laughs> I don't know where they went to. Probably nothing. Yeah, they went to Freddy's other boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> but that sets up. When she leaves there, it sets up, oh, wow, when you get hurt in there, you, you're hurt in real life. Because yeah. she still has the burn. I think that's where she started getting the idea where she, she could pull him out. Which is awesome. Because yeah. how many times <laughs> are you having a dream 
and you're holding something and then you wake up and your hand is still grasping yeah. like you know that feeling <laughs> that feeling is is relatable yeah yeah there's times i wish i i'm glad i couldn't pull stuff out and then there's times i wish i kind of could yep <laughs> i hate when you get like a big amount of money or you win the lottery or something <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden it clicks oh i am dreaming <laughs> damn it this is of course this isn't real <laughs> it ruins the dream like yep. you're like oh i'm in a dream my entire life i've probably had like two maybe two lucid dreams where i knew i was dreaming really but that's about it i get yeah. it a lot really yeah yeah no i get it about the same <laughs> thing i'm riding a unisys but then again i mean a lot of dreams you don't even remember so it might have been more is that, than that a sister uh, with one horn no it's a unicorn and a pegasus it's a unisys <laughs> i had a unisys i had to have it removed it looked like nancy's forehead <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> right on my front horn. <laughs> I've had that dream since I was like four or five, I think. Maybe younger. But it's the only reoccurring dream I can actually remember. It's usually when everything's going okay, which is weird. Mm. <laughs> like it's a happy s- spot in my life. <laughs> I have a couple of reoccurring dreams, but I can't say them on this podcast. Yeah. I just always wake up saying the same thing. Put the fucking lotion in the bag. <laughs> no, I used to have fun with my dreams. I had, my mom bought me, when I was a kid, around the time when I wouldn't watch this movie, she bought me one of those little Play-Doh maker. It was yellow and red. It, it was simple. Like the cap came up and there's shapes cut out in it and you squeeze the cap down and it pushes out whatever shape you right, picked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I had it that this thing can make anything. And so when I was dreaming, if I needed anything in the dream, <laughs> I used that. I would wish for something and close it and I'd have it. So I would be having a nightmare and I could just produce this token that I had made up in my head. And I could need a gun, scissors, something to get out of the situation that would just pop up. And that's, I think, close to lucid dreaming. Like it was a token I would bring into different dreams. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds cool. I, I, That's your superpower. I remember it. I also have always been able to wake up from bad dreams. Yeah. Which I don't know if you guys can do that. No. Like, if, if it gets bad, like, say I drop into dark water, and now it's part of the dream where I'm in the dark water and there's no shore. Yeah. I just, I can, in the dream, in my head, what I'm doing is I'm flexing my whole body. And yeah. I guess in real life, I'm flexing my whole body and waking up. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I guess hold my breath and, just, and I'm uh, if I'm having a nightmare or something, I usually don't wake up until the thing is about to kill me. No, I get right <laughs> out of it. I can make myself wake up out of a bad really? dream. No, I've always been able to do that. Thank God, I might die. Yeah, I get. Could you always... imagine if he thought I was the shark in the bed? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I had a dream I choked out a shark. <laughs> yeah. Sylvia won't wake up. <laughs> yeah, I've always been able to play with dreams. Like, I, I can try to fly, but I can't. So whenever I fly in a dream, it oh, so works. you mean like real life? Yeah. It, well, no. It works kind of like Super Mario 64. You yeah. get two jumps in, and then you can jump and glide for a while. Like, that's how uh, it always works in my dreams. I thought you were going to say, like, you could, but you can't, but it was like the greatest American hero. Yeah, no. It's like Mario 64. Just, like, I can do it. He can't land. You know, just smash. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that too. <laughs> You could jump real high, grab a hold of a power line, and then when you let go, you smash. <laughs> Actually, instead of doing this podcast about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, can we just talk about my dreams for the next half hour? <laughs> yeah. Tell me, what is this dream about? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the next scene would be 
her in her room when Glenn shows up, right? At the window. Oh, climbing through the window, scaring the crap out of her? Yeah. <laughs> Who puts a ladder-shaped item in front of their daughter's window? Yeah. I was assuming it was there before they bought the house. I would have took it down. If there is anything that looks pretty but is also a ladder to my daughter's window, it's not going to stay there. It can't look that pretty. Yeah, those things usually aren't strong enough to hold the weight of a person. Well, if you're Johnny Depp, you weigh 64 pounds. So. <laughs> Back then, maybe, yeah. <laughs> now he's pushing 80. Yeah. <laughs> those darn things are expensive. Just for a small piece of that, it's like almost $100 now. Oh, yeah, that trellis stuff? Yeah, because yeah. I've looked. Lattice or trellis? I think lattice is when it's the small squares. Okay. Trellis, I think, is when it's the bigger squares. I think. I might be wrong. I don't know. It did have roses growing up, so anyone climbing, it's going to have perkers, which made me upset when she fell down in the dream, because I feel like she should have been screaming about perkers. She mentioned that in the commentary. Did she? She said those were real roses with real thorns. I feel like she should have yelled a little bit. But that was one thing I caught. When you're doing everything practical, there's going to be some stuff you got to let go. But that's one thing I noticed. When she falls out that window and hits the ground, she hits a giant black mat. You see the black <laughs> mat come up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the, the first time you notice something like that. The second time is when Freddy falls off the stairs. Oh, yeah. When that hammer hits him and he falls off that railing. Yeah. He hits a mattress on, <laughs> on the stairs. On the you can just yeah. see the mattress. I saw that one. I didn't see the other one. I guess they had more written for that when she's falling. She was supposed to fall into space like was they that, found footage of her floating in space that huh. they never used was that whole scene there the inspiration for uh, home alone hmm. right i felt like this movie was the first home alone that was big yeah. kevin McAllister vibes right yeah, there no doubt and how she got everything done within okay so she told her dad that she was going to take her 20 minutes to go to school oh yeah i know what morning. you're getting at yeah and then it's she's doing all these home alone booby all the, all traps the, yeah. all over the house that takes more time than 20 minutes. Gunpowder in the light bulb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Filing a thin hole into the light bulb. Yeah. How long must that take? Yeah. Just so much time would have been needed. I know. I would probably time. have gone through about a half a dozen light bulbs before I got one that didn't yeah. shatter. <laughs> I'd have those traps done by next Friday, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not in 20 minutes. No. And have time to fight with Kruger. Go to sleep. Fight with Kruger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the TV in Glenn's room? We're now signing off from <clears throat> KRGR. Yeah. Kruger, KRGR. Okay. Oh, that was fun. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even think that. That was a good touch. <laughs> I love stuff like that. This one. I thought it was funny that she said, oh, my God, I look 20 years old. And I guess I was that was... thinking was, I wish I looked 20 years old yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking she probably is 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. They rush back to visit Rod in the jail. That's when he gets ganked. Yep. Sheet style. I like that. That looked like it was like stop motion or something they did for those blankets. It's it was kind of twitchy the way they were coiling it up and moving. It's a mixture of of wire and reverse reverse photography. Oh really? Yeah. Like when it's wrapping around it's wire, you can see it. Right. But other scenes where it like ties itself in a knot, that's a reverse of them pulling the knot out. Okay. It looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, he wouldn't have his leather jacket. He wouldn't have his jeans. He wouldn't have a belt. He wouldn't have sneakers. Yeah, he didn't have He's sneakers. He's been in jail for arrested. three days, dude. <laughs> First of all, you his girlfriend just died. He's on suicide watch. He's in a pickle suit. Yeah, really? He, he has nothing. Although he's the one they suspect that did it. So Still. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big reason to put someone on suicide watch. <laughs> they be doing that in there. <laughs> I've had just working in a jail for three years. I had three incidents where an inmate tried to hang himself. No kidding. Wow. One time, the dude was like gray. It was bad. <laughs> no one did it on my watch, but the one dude like got close. That scene, I feel like they got in there quick enough to save him. Yeah. You know, I mean, his eyes were just closing when they started lifting his the weight off of the, the sheet. His neck looks snapped, though. Maybe, yeah. He made the sound of his neck. Yeah, snapping. he definitely did. They? I didn't hear that. Didn't yeah. just suffocate. That's back to my audio qualities on my Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> Did the eels skeeve you out all around Tina? The Sorry. millipede did. The millipede out of her mouth. <laughs> I got more skeeved out about the eels at the bottom of her feet. Uh, I guess she hated head. that stuff. Ugh. That, that did not look fun. Yeah, that, I can't imagine anybody be really be a fan of it. <laughs> supposedly that millipede was poisonous. Oh, really? And got loose on set, and no one would come back until they could find <laughs> it. Yeah. No one, know. cast, crew, nobody. Yeah, millipedes are, like, really poisonous. Yeah, that one was fully poisonous. <laughs> They're not just sting you when it hurts poisonous. They're, like, deadly poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to meet one. No. Okay. <laughs> we got them here. Yeah. I don't know if they're the poisonous ones, but they're the mean, ugly, nasty, red, bad well, ones. I've seen them, and I, like, they're not in my thoughts. I just walked out <laughs> You ever see the giant millipedes? Oh, there. my God. Yeah. They're, like, the size of a human arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like how immediately we go to Rod's funeral. Tina didn't even get a funeral. Yeah, right? And the preacher's kind of a dick. Do you hear what the preacher says? I don't remember. Say what you will about the kid. This is a kid. <clears throat> These are kids. Right. He's like, I think this sad case is proving the rule that if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. It's like, that's a child, sir. Yeah, really. That's his family at this funeral. What are you talking about? Wow. He's thought to be the murderer of Tina at the moment, so I don't think they care. Yeah, but you don't. I'm not at the funeral. Yeah. No, you shouldn't, but... I, I mean, I could, I could see <laughs> someone in the crowd maybe stepping up and saying something like that, just being an Or ass. hearing the murmurs. But the... When the preach does it? I don't know. No. That's a little rough. Everybody's just cool with it. Yeah. His own family included. I don't know. Say goodbye to Rod. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of did suck. But. Yeah. Then <laughs> another case of, of weird acting from mom is when they're leaving and she starts to describe who it was that did it. And yeah. you could see in, in, in the father's eyes, like he's <clears> clicking <throat> to him. Yeah. Something. He He's like, he always is almost there. Yeah. Way more than the mom is, I think. He just irritates me and aggravates me because he won't acknowledge that there's something really weird going on and just listen to his daughter. Yeah. Like, it makes me so angry with the parents. I feel like he's playing both roles good. You would think it's all, the f- all these parents went after Freddy Krueger. The, the mom took the claws. She kept the claws. Supposedly hidden, she's the one that shot him in the head. Hidden hit in her basement. When okay. Tina shows up with these four slash marks across their chest, you'd think... Of of everybody, I mean, of course, the mom's getting drunk all the time. Yeah, but you'd think the father, who's a cop, would recognize the four slash marks from being this guy. That I mean, why why yeah. wouldn't he? I mean, th- there's too many dots to connect that he's just not connecting. But it is a decade ago, right? He's probably seen other sharp things since then. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't. They don't really talk about it, but maybe he's thinking it's like a copycat or something like that. That could be it. Yeah, literally at the sleep clinic. They have her in those stupid robes that we have to always put on when we go to the hospital or the doctors. Yeah. They took away all her personal possessions. How did she pull a f- fedora out of her blanket? 
when they just put her in there? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, and that was an, uh, why at a sleep clinic are you not are you do you have to wear hospital robes? You can't just go yeah, to bed in your own clothes or whatever. I, I mean. was getting ready to say <laughs> that was like another scene you could tell. The dad's like, take her right home and keep her yeah. safe until we figure out what's going on. And the mom's like, I'm going to do something better. I'm going to get her some milk. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. It's another instance where the mom didn't land right with me. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's that she's drunk. I think it's that she doesn't know how to deliver the line. Yeah, maybe. She just sucks. Maybe, because because maybe, maybe she was like... Like she's playing somebody that's drunk. Maybe she thought if she really got drunk, yeah, she could yeah. play the role better, and that's why it came out so bad. Maybe she got some of Garcia's heroin. You know what? Yeah. It could be like Popeye. A whole bunch of stuff could be happening. We have no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elm Street. That was a sex drug island. I don't know. I don't know about that. That'd Might be have been. Who knows? Sex they're having on that set. <laughs> I guess they tried to have a stand-in for a couple scenes, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Because it wasn't Robert Englund. Oh, like, really? He, yeah. he, like, immediately <laughs> had so much nuance to the character that when they yeah. tried to make the sequel and they cut Craven out, yeah, or Craven wasn't going to do it because he had to sell the rights to it to even get the first movie made. He didn't want to work on something that wasn't his. They weren't even going to get England again. They're like, why pay for that actor? We can just get a stunt double. Or a stunt man. Yeah. And they, they had him walk in, and, and you could see it in the movie. Like, there's one scene where it's not England, and he walks just like a normal stumbling dude. <laughs> like, England has that stance. He, he, he It was a, a mixture of Nosferatu, right, James Cagney, and a gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. He put that all together into the way Freddy moves. And it <laughs> looks great. So when you see someone that's not him do it, it's yeah. not Freddy anymore. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing I hated about the 2010 one. I bet you all that tongue stuff is England, too. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I hated Nancy's dress at the funeral, just to put it out there. Why is she wearing a bright blue polka-dotted dress at a funeral? Yeah, that's a little weird. (laughs) Drove me bonkers crazy. Well, if the preacher can talk all wild, why not just wear jeans? (laughs) It would be okay if it was a black pair of jeans with a black shirt. I could deal with that. They said there was like discussion on the set about that, but then they decided that maybe Nancy doesn't have a black dress. It's like, well, maybe she does, though, because that looks weird. <laughs> I feel like every woman owns one black dress. Even Babby has a black dress. New Line uses that spinning room again and breaking two electric boogaloo. <laughs> just in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> really? Wow. And the other thing that irritated me was when they're at the sleeping program with her and the they're going clinic. through the REM sleep and everything. She's having the high nightmare and they're waking her up because her numbers went really sky high. Why would you try to sedate her again and put her back? Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> I liked the cat poster, though. <laughs> yeah. In the sleep study. I don't think I noticed it. Yeah, when they're in the office, the Dr. King and, and Nancy's mom there, Marge. Do you know who Dr. King goes on to be? Uh, That's Charles Fleischer, I think his, his name is. That's Roger Rabbit. Oh, really? He's Roger Rabbit and who framed <laughs> Roger Rabbit. But yeah, there's a poster of a, of a cat. It's like badly photoshopped, sticking out of a trolley in San Francisco, all happy, smiling. <laughs> it's just the most obnoxious poster. I need it for the studio. Yeah. <laughs> And the the nurse is actually Mimi Craven. It's, really, it's Wes's wife. Yeah, <laughs> the white the white hair streak. That's an awesome touch. That was 
I wonder if they like put that, that cat thing in there on purpose because there was something I saw that said uh, that's where he got the idea for the claws. It was it was a combination of cat and and uh, infomercial at night for knives. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe because the cat is got his hand out. Like, really? Yeah. But it's a cute little kid, cuddly kitty. <laughs> Cute little cuddly kitty with claws and a slice. No, and not that kind of cat. <laughs> it's a cuddle cat, not a claw cat. Oh, but he had his paw out. Like, okay, never mind. Like, he could have been dangerous to, like, a naughty butterfly. Let me tell you something. Even the smallest cat will mess you up if it wanted to. <laughs> I'll fight a cat. I've seen cats go nuts on people before. If I win, <laughs> are you guys going to judge me for killing a cat? No, considering what I've seen cats do, no, I probably wouldn't judge you for it. <laughs> I'd probably lose. I swear my cat had me up for like three hours last night. They were fighting back and forth. Really? I kept covering the baby to make and sure. And they're so obnoxious when they're fighting. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> rather listen uh. to sheep scream. <laughs> yeah. I forgot where we're at, but I want to talk about the oatmeal stairs. <laughs> yeah. The ones that eat up Nancy's feet. As That's she's so cool. Yeah. That yeah. one was good. It worked out perfect because the oatmeal was the same color as the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, that wasn't Wes's idea. That was the one thing Bob Shea needed to have in the movie. It was his idea. Really? When she goes with the stairs, they have to like melt in. Like she can't go. She slowed down. And that, so because it was his idea, Craven let him direct that scene. So oh, that's really? the one scene in the movie that's actually directed by Bob Shea. <laughs> It's when she's running up those stairs. It worked. It looked pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's stuff in there people complain about online, but yeah. you're watching it quick. You, if, unless you're looking for that kind of stuff, yeah. you don't see that kind of stuff. I don't even want to talk. You play but, the movie at half speed looking for yeah, flaws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you watch, the, the step she's going to take after that step is already messed up on the stairs. Way to continue. <laughs> Shut up. You go make a movie. The third step with her left foot. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell in the frame if you stop it right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit much. I like that she puts all those damn booby traps up. There, there's a funny line in that scene where they're standing on the bridge talking, and she has that book, the improvised explosives and booby oh, traps. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess they did it a couple like asides. Heather thought the the funny line was going to be in it, and they actually didn't use it, which sucked in the commentary. Because she's really? like, oh, this is a great line coming up. And then it's not the line she thought it was going to be. They used <laughs> something else. Because instead she says, I'm into survival. Yeah. But the line she she wanted to hear that was supposedly in the movie was he's like, What's that? And she's like, Oh, I found it at this great survivalist and trap store. Like all excited, like that's just a normal thing you see. Yeah. Oh yeah, I found it at this great little survivalist and trap store. <laughs> they cut it out. I feel like that would have been funny. I feel like that's something Fred would say. <laughs> Fred Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny about that show, is it's like Right around the time where the the phrase trap started meaning like something different online. Yeah. <laughs> Fred started talking about traps like he loved them <laughs> in, the, in the new cartoons. <laughs> and traps are supposedly like, I don't know, this is online stuff. It may not even mean the same thing anymore, but it was like boys pretending to be girls. Like oh, anime yeah. characters. Those are traps. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. So he's like, know. he subscribes to Trap Magazine and he loves <laughs> traps. It's like, okay, Fred. <laughs> Wrong <Yeah>. time. <laughs> Anyway, that's good to do cartoons. <laughs> we get a bunch of shots of uh, Nancy's mom hiding liquor in different places. <laughs> yeah. They pull it out of the linen closet. <laughs> Bottle of vodka out of the linen closet. Yeah. <laughs> so where are we at next? We took going. Is this about where Glenn gets Yeah, him? we're 
they're supposed to meet yeah. around 12 o'clock for Glenn to wake her up as she's pulling Freddy out. Right. Yeah. Well, first we get that confrontation scene with the mom in the kitchen where you can start to tell like Nancy's becoming the she's growing up and yeah. now the mom is more in the child role. Yeah. She's like yelling at her. The mom slaps her. That's when the mom confesses about what happened to Freddie. Right. I guess that there's an extended version of that scene where she goes into the fact that he didn't die in that fire. He busted out the building. It was running at us, and I'm the one who shot him. Really? They, they cut out that extended scene. I guess you can find it online, though. Yeah, they didn't mention... The movie I saw didn't mention him getting shot. Yeah. It's not in the one we saw either, but online... You said that You said that a little while ago, that she shot him, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't remember her yeah. getting shot. <laughs> it, they cut that... It's like the extended version of that scene. They oh, cut okay. it down to, to lose that part. I thought she was Freddie in that scene. When, when, when she comes home and she's like, come downstairs, I want to show you something. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had that vibe too. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not going is downstairs. Is she sleeping right now? Is this, is this what's going on? And then immediately goes to a boiler. It's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I think that would have been better if she turned into Freddie. Come on, honey. Come yeah. sit down with me next to this boiler. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was expecting it the whole movie. I was waiting for the dad or the mom to turn into Freddy the whole movie. And it does not happen in this one. Yeah. I thought it was funny when she wants the key and her mom's like, you're going to get some sleep or it's going to kill me. That's the one scene I liked her in. Yeah. When she goes to run to the door and it's locked and she's like, it's locked. And the mom's like, locked, 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 <laughs> yeah. locked. I don't even have it on me. Like that. <laughs> By then, I know she's supposed to be drunk and crazy, and that yeah. scene, it works. It's yeah. the only scene that works. Yeah. Even when she was down in the basement telling the story, it was kind of weird. That's weird. Even at the end, when she's on the porch. Did she really ending. need to drag the daughter down to the basement to tell her the story? No. Bring that glove up next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Glenn dies, and the police are there immediately. The whole yeah. town is there immediately. Yeah. And this starts our 20-minute timer. Did it aggravate you that... Glenn's mom saw basically what happened, but nobody's going to admit that a parent saw something weird because it made me unhappy. What did she see? I'm having a hard time. I remember her she checking in, in before. And the blood's going straight up to the ceiling right. everywhere. Yeah, she sees that part. Yeah, fountain of blood coming out of her son's bed. But nobody mentions this. <laughs> Where's the coroner? He's been puking in the bathroom since he got here. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> the dad walks in and sees the blood dripping into a bucket. <laughs> God, so dark. Yeah, he just didn't show up an hour yeah, that, and five minutes in the movie right and there. ruined everything. Yeah, that whole bloody scene was came from The Shining. <laughs> yeah, big time. That's where he got the idea for that, I'm sure. But at least they do it in a completely different way. It's yeah. not like they copied it. They yeah, just no, kind of- no, no, no. They did a little homage to it. Yeah, yeah, and almost killed themselves. Didn't almost it? died. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dangerous stuff, that fire stunt. Oh yeah, when when Freddie actually chases her down in the basement, and then she throws, I guess, one of the liquor bottles on him. Yeah, and then lights him on fire. Mm-hmm. That dude, Anthony Cecier is his name. He runs. <laughs> I mean, it looks awesome. bad. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. He gets lit on fire, runs up the stairs, gets knocked down the stairs, runs back <laughs> up the stairs. It's yeah, all one shot. I know. That's a lot of burn time. Yeah. <laughs> he won an award for that. Like, really best did. stunt of the year for that scene. Yeah, I believe it. He deserves it. Oh, That's man. <laughs> Just kept going. I guess 
a lot of the burning people scenes you see in movies and TV shows are all this one dude. Really? Yeah. That's like his thing. <laughs> the only one that can take the heat. <laughs> that was a great touch, though. The footprints going up to the mm-hmm. up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Through the house and up the stairs. Yeah. That didn't really work with me. The mom going into the bed. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's like, did you not have her for that day? I Because <laughs> unless you told me that was her room, I wouldn't know who the body was going down into the bed. Yeah, it was already mangled. I mean, she... it's a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Even when he was on top of her when they first got in the room, I don't think it was her. Right. That is terrifying. Though. Yeah. It's a burning Freddy Krueger on your mom. <laughs> Get off my mom. He just it just disappears into the bed. Yeah, I wonder how they explain that in the future in the movie. Yeah, how does the dad go on to have a, the wife, rest of his night? His wife just disappeared. Yeah, he goes back out. <laughs> uh, give her a minute. She needs a minute. Oh, he is everything okay? Shrinking. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, dude, it's not okay. Where's your wife? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> they make that so abundantly clear in that first scene. Big divorce vibes. Yeah. She stays behind. That now she knows she has to confront him by himself. She's not looking for help from the dad anymore. Just just twenty minutes ago, she's like, "Daddy, please don't let him kill me." Nope. And now it's nope. It's me and you. I don't know <laughs> what she sees that makes her convinced. There's no real that point. They don't really define yeah. that point when she because literally she's just screaming at the window, "Please God help me! I'm gonna die!" Right. And then the mom gets swallowed into the bed, and she's like, "Oh, actually." Now I know I've your got secret. this all under control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was kind of that was kind of awkward. It transition. is the great way to do it. You took away his power. I I, right. I take back the power I gave you. Right, which is what Johnny Depp's character told her earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you're nothing. You're shit. Turns away. Yeah, he goes to and just d- disappears, which is great. Yeah, that's a great way to end it. And that's how Craven wanted to end it. Yeah, it should have ended that way. Yeah, and instead, the next scene, they completely undermine the whole resolution of the film. Yeah. I see. I understand that they wanted to leave room for a sequel. I think I think what they did was okay until the point where the mother got pulled through the door again. I'm torn. Like, I, I could see them leaving it at, they all got in the car, they started the drive away, and the top went up, and the top being red and green. Yeah. And just leave it at that. Right. Like, right there. And then also the panning with the girls doing the jump rope. Yeah. That's cool, too. But I don't think they needed to actually show Freddy doing something again. No. <laughs> that being said, I think it's a funny scene. Yeah, yeah. I like that it's there. You got yanked through the tiny yeah. little window. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Yeah, no. That, that whole scene right from the beginning felt awkward. Yeah. Well, I have questions now. Like... It's Does like, that mean, are they trying to say the entire movie was Nancy's dream? I don't know. And that when she wakes up, all her friends are back? Or maybe she was never woke up from the beginning the night before. You know what I mean? I get it. <laughs> I mean. The father coming in to rescue her, all that, maybe that all that was part of the dream. Yeah, I think they're trying to say the entire <laughs> movie was just her dream. Really? I don't know. Because she says, I want my friends back. I want my mom back. And then he's like, no, and disappears. Yeah. She's like, this was all a dream. Next thing you know, she's just stepping out the front door. Everything's cool. Yeah. Mom's back. Friends back. <laughs> so are we to believe How that? unkill people? They you are know. dead or are they not dead? <laughs> yeah. I always took it that that was her in another dream. Okay. It's got to be. She walks out the door and it's daytime. Yeah. It's looks so great. Bright. It's a huge 
difference. Really bright day, bright shiny day. Everybody's in light colored clothes. Saxon, the guy who plays the dad. In the mm-hmm. commentary, when that happens, he goes, and now it's a woman's hygiene commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like an Easter commercial. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Was there a favorite scene we can think of? I love so many of them. I want to say Tina's death, but I feel like that's like the gimme. The best scene in the movie. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite scene in this movie. I mean, I, it all works together pretty well, but... The school stuff was pretty good. I think yeah. they did that well. It all felt super relatable. Like, that's a spot right, you've yeah. been in. I've been in that classroom, I feel like. Right, yeah. That was all done so well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the morbid, just <clears throat> the body bag being dragged. That was also good. <laughs> yeah. I like the school stuff. If that scene wasn't in the movie, it'd be a lesser movie by far, I think. Judging by the sequels, I think Freddy needed more lines. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the puns. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it. <laughs> I think I need to do a watch through. Yeah. yeah. I'm not watching some of them, though. Like, I've seen two. I don't need to see two again. I can't. Are you sure? Disagree. You thought you saw this one. No, I know. <laughs> but no, I poked in while she was watching it. And, like, the scenes in that one, I, I've remembered. Yeah. Dream Warriors I'll watch just because that's my favorite one. It's the first one I've ever seen, and yeah. it's my favorite. Yeah. Least favorite scene. Mine's the Dream Clinic. I hated that scene. I hated how they didn't acknowledge the hat. And that her yeah. hair turned white. About, it even says Fred Krueger in it, Mom. <laughs> I am having a hard time picturing Freddy Krueger <laughs> writing his name in his hat. <laughs> like, yeah. in that nasty... Fucking cave where he's making the gloves. Make yeah. sure I get it back. <laughs> now I gotta put the second murder knife on the glove. And oh, I didn't write my name in my hat. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite scene was probably everything with Rod. Rod, I really didn't like him. Rod sucks. <laughs> it was designed to be a character yeah. you didn't like, but still, he also kind of doesn't fit as a real person. Yeah, that's he, what he I don't like he about. Didn't him. Fit in that clique, like that, that yeah. group of kids. He, didn't. he was angry in times when a normal person wouldn't be. Yeah, overly aggressive. Yeah, like, like in the un- bushes, unnecessarily. He's aggressive. going to Nancy for help. Yeah, <laughs> and he's talking to her like he's about to beat her up for her <laughs> lunch money. Yeah. He doesn't make sense in the movie. I mean, these are lines that were meant for him. I mean, he was meant to say these things and do these things, but it didn't didn't work, I don't think. It I didn't could, like... Could have been a different character altogether. I'm just going to say my least favorite scene is going to be... It's going to be a time when Nancy's mom's there. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe the scene where she slaps her in the kitchen. Don't need that it. That was unheard of. That I don't... have happened. Yeah, I don't like the scene of her coming to her aid at the bath. Yeah. Like, get the hell out of the bathroom. I don't like the way Nancy acts in that scene. She's like, Mom, yeah. please, I need you. She comes in. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah, the character of Freddy Krueger and the I, the premise of the movie is what made this successful. Yeah. I don't think it was outstanding acting. No. <laughs> and you don't really want to do that. You don't want to crap on the actors. No, they, I know. They made a great movie. They, they did. It was. It was good. It worked well. I mean. It scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> how much better would it be if you remade it, but every character is played by Christopher Walken? <laughs> That's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Walken is Freddy. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. It's I a terrible Walken it. impression. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah, I mean, they were all they were all like young actors. They were still just getting into the business. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they got better over time, but it just I don't know. I didn't believe Nancy's crying. <laughs> no, that's got to be hard to do though. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I'm not no, saying I yeah, could. I don't think I could. There's no way I could have done better. Unless but. you show me Rocky, the end of Rocky. Yeah. I can probably get <laughs> yeah. the scene going for you. Do I have uh, an hour and 30 minutes to watch some Rocky stuff? I can do it then. <laughs> no, fuck that. For favorite scene's the fire stunt. Yeah, That's that the best. Good. That's yeah. awesome. The fire trail going up. How did they not see that when they first came in the house? There's yeah. fire burning in the living room. Because it wasn't there. Yeah, they and they were walking through in. that living room. And they were real awful close to those fiery footsteps. Were it they not there? there. <laughs> no, because she runs to the basement or the cellar, and she realizes he's not there. She turns and they walk around, and then he's going up the stairs. The, he backtracked yeah. while she was showing. Go watch it again. But no. it wasn't there first. Yeah, you can see the footsteps. Watching going it a third the time is how you and then up the stairs. For sure, have neighbors. The way that door was open, the wind coming through the door was hitting one of those fiery footsteps and causing a tiny, tiny, tiny little fire tornado <laughs> that was blowing right at Nancy's leg. I thought for sure she was going to get burned. Yeah, they said that was a one take. Really? Yeah. That Craven didn't want to do it again because he was terrified she was going to get lit on fire. Yeah. They were awful close to those yeah. burning footsteps. Rating this, I would go nine. Yeah. Scary movies, it's up there. It's up there. Definitely better than Rosemary's I'm, I'm Baby. I'm right around between eight and nine, yeah. It's a nine. Yeah. Hey, look at us, huh? <laughs> look at us all agreeing for once. Well, if you like what you heard, uh, you know we got a nine going on if you want to let us know what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a nine as well. Actually, yeah, I wanted to talk about some things for the future here. Clubhouse just launched, which is an app where podcasters can do live conversations and have the, the, the listeners join in. And we could just pop in with, you know... Steven wants to say something. Jack wants to say something. Ashley wants to say something. Right. And they can just pop into the conversation. I think that's really cool. I want to start using that like after uploads, like say the day after <clears throat> one of our shows upload, like the day right. after this uploads, maybe we can talk about, go on there and actually talk right. about the movie. That's one cool thing I want Get to Get other s- people's opinions. We got to figure that out. Yeah. So you see, we can schedule that because we, we do it weird where we like this movie's going to come out. You, you guys have heard Popeye by now, and that one hasn't come out yet as we're recording it. So right. that, that's where it gets funky, but we can figure that out. Yeah. Another cool thing I wanted to talk about before we ended was uh, we're now on the Helium Radio Network, which means Fridays at 4 p.m. to 5.30, they will be playing our latest episodes live, right. even though we already recorded it, <laughs> right, right. but live with a chat. So that would be cool if we could bounce in there. And actually have a chat going yeah. with the listeners yeah. and us. That'd be fun to do while we're listening to it. I think yeah. that would be really cool. Heliumradio.com. Right. And of course, as always, we have the the email. Moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. Instagram, Movies Against. Twitter, Movies Against. Please leave a review. Five-star rating, if you could, on whatever podcast <laughs> app you're using. <laughs> 